Hello and thank you for listening to Pod on the Dog. I'm your host, Verity Harcastle, and you can find me on Instagram at Verity Harcastle. You might be out walking your dog, in the car, or pottering around at home. But whatever you're doing, thank you so much for tuning in. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Butternut Box, a brand I love for many reasons. Butternut Box is a freshly cooked dog delivery food service that delivers the food straight to your door and takes into consideration all of your dog's dietary needs. Butternut Box genuinely care about dogs and they believe that good enough for the dog just simply isn't good enough. Dogs deserve better. The meals are comprised of quality meat, veg, lentils, vitamins and minerals and don't contain any grain, wheat, gluten, corn, soya or sugar, all of which we know that can cause some intolerances in our dogs. If you'd like to try Butternut Box for your dog, you can get 50% off your first two boxes with the link butternutbox.com forward slash Verity Hardcastle. For today's episode, we're discussing a topic I'm personally super interested in. It's Reiki and how it can be used to help our dogs at home, our customers' dogs, or maybe just as a side hustle. I am so delighted to be joined by a Reiki master who also specializes in transferring his skills to treat our four-legged pals. So a huge welcome to Rob Fellows. Hi. Hi, Mary C. Hi there. (laughs) Hi there. Firstly, where am I speaking to you from today? Well, I'm, I live in, uh, in Shropshire. Nice. Shropshire, in a little oh. town called Bridge North. For those of people who don't know, like, what is Reiki exactly? Well, Reiki is a very simple and natural energy healing therapy, which in the main is like a sort of hands-on therapy. And it's, it's, it's a loose trans, translation of two Japanese words, rei and ki, R-E-I. It means like universal, as in everything that's all around us. Mm-hmm. And then the ki, the ki, that's energy. So you put the two together and you get universal life energy or universal life force energy. And mm-hmm. we've got, as I say, we've got energy all around us. And we've got energy running up and down our bodies. And, you know, we've got energy. Dogs have got energy. We're both using energy chatting away today. Uh, and sometimes that energy can get trapped and it doesn't flow very well. And, we, you know, we might say things like, cool, I've got no energy today. You know, lots of people, have, <laughs> some people say I that. I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah, do you know that feeling? I've got no energy today. And that's, in my, in my view, that's like their energy is trapped and it's not flowing very well. So Reiki is all about tapping into that universal energy that's all around us and the person who, who can who can give Reiki taps into that energy and passes it on to the recipient, whether that be a human or a dog, or yeah. a cat or a horse. So I've actually, if you didn't know, um, I've done my Reiki one. I did it about ten years ago. You told me that, yeah. yeah. Yes. I just use it on myself. I struggle. Well, I used to struggle sleeping. I'm much better now, but I used to struggle sleeping and I really found it was helpful for that. But I also use it on my dogs. And so I found that for myself, it's really super beneficial. And obviously as such, I'm really interested in it. I think it's fascinating. So how did you get into Reiki specifically, Rob? Um, well, And why animal Reiki? And why animal Reiki? Yeah. Well, actually, both are kind of interrelated, really, because I first got involved with Reiki and first trained in Reiki back in 1999. And I had, at the, at the time, um, 
a sort of lower back problem. You know, my, my back was giving me some jip. And somebody had said to me, hey, go along and have some Reiki. And I hadn't heard what Reiki was. I didn't know what it was. But I found myself lying on this therapy bed, mm. fully clothed, I hasten to add, and people were placing their hands on me. And that feeling was so warm. And it, it, it was more like a hot, hot water bottle kind of feeling, not just a tactile touch, but hot water bottle feeling. And when I got off that therapy bed, my mobility had improved and my pain in my back had subsided. Now, at the time, I had a springer named Joe and he was arthritic in his pores and they all become swollen and gnarled. Yeah. And, and, and for him to walk, he had to flick his feet on the pavement and they, they bled and it was, it was a horrible, oh, horrible, it. you know, it was horrible yeah. to see really. So he'd gone from this lively springer mm. to an old man really, an old man dog with um with with our with arthritis so i thought hmm if this reiki has helped my back maybe i can help my dog now i'm not suggesting for one minute that that reiki cures arthritis because actually nothing cures arthritis and i thought well but if i can improve his well-being a bit then that's got to be the way to go so i alleviate some of the inflammation and pain absolutely absolutely so because it, it worked for me so it's it's bound to help him too yeah. that was my thought process so i so i quickly um sought out a training course and went on the training course and learned how to do reiki but there was no mention um well it, it wasn't really mentioned much about how you can use reiki on animals so yeah, i thought so well true. i want to help my dog really so i carried on my research and um looked more into it found out more about it tried to practice on uh on on joe the springer and you know as i say i'm not trying to pretend that i cured his arthritis because you know i'm not god so <laughs> but but i you know but i'm pretty pretty convinced that i improved his his um his end of life period yeah that, had him for another couple of years before he before he passed uh before he passed on so that's how I got started. And then I found that I was um, being asked by other people, well, can you give some Reiki to my dog? And what about my cat? And uh, then there was a horse. And well, what about, you know, and so he sort of kind of grew from there, really. Mm. And so that's how, that's that was my start of my journey. That was my catalyst to get involved with with Reiki. And you, still do, as, you still do people as well, right? Uh, and people as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, I tend not to practice much on other people or animals that much um, these days, although um, uh, only only recently I was called upon to to help out at the said dog show that we were both at, at last last weekend. And I found myself giving Reiki to, to two people there. I know, people. I saw somebody had a bad knee, right? Yeah, and absolutely. People were just lining up. Just absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so she said, oh, I'm going to grab you uh, throughout the day. And it was quite funny because she had some some dog tape around her knee. Then mm. as the day progressed, she had more and more dog tape. So then she came to me and said, right, here we go. Sit down here and, you know. Uh, and then she told me that she'd driven home uh, a fair way. She'd driven home, probably about a three-hour journey, if not mm-hmm. if not longer, having been on her feet all day sorting out at the at the groom show. And her drive home was was really good and pain-free. So that's win-win. Good. So that was good. So that's good. So that's that's the only kind of way I'm going to practice. I don't actually have a, a practice as such. My 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 real interest um, for the last. 10, 10 or so years has been on training other people so that they can introduce Reiki into their lives, either to help themselves or help their dogs or the animals, their pets, their loved ones, etc. Oh, so interesting. Yeah. 
And now is Reiki easy to get into? Is it is it like a super hard skill to learn? No, it's not actually. Then there's the, there's lots of um, lots of courses take an awful lot of time, don't they? They take years, and um, and grooming, particularly as 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 you well know, right. is is a training that takes a long time and all the various stages. But with Reiki, the key to learning Reiki, and, and absolutely everybody and anybody has that inbuilt ability to do Reiki if they choose to do so. Um, and so the key, the key part of it is that you have been what's called attuned to do Reiki by a Reiki master teacher like myself. So that's a little process. Um, you'll have been through that yourself when you did your Reiki one. Mm-hmm. um so it doesn't hurt does it <laughs> it no. didn't hurt you no. in fact a lot of people actually report what a life-changing experience having their attunement is it's like brilliant um and it's like the point of no return once you've had that had that attunement you you have the skill to do reiki which will last you a lifetime i call it the gift of healing actually like the gift of healing because once i've done that attunement with somebody they've got that ability for the rest of their days and it, then it's about practice. You just practice. So I, I show people where where I feel that the the uh, where best placed it's a, you know, it's a hands-on healing therapy. So I show people where to place the hands for the best for the most optimum healing effect. Mm-hmm. Again, on whether on a person or a or a dog or a, a, any other animal for that matter. Mm-hmm. And they just follow my guidance really, and then practice. And that's what it's all about, really. So it's very it's very simple. And you can't actually do it wrong as well, which is a real bonus. You know, you can't do any harm with it, only potentially good stuff. Well, it's funny you say about the attunement because obviously, I like I say, I've only really, I only really use it on myself and like my dogs. And, you know, now and again, I'll wheel it out at a party to show. Is <laughs> <laughs> that your know? party trick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but even just discussing it now, with having that attunement, just talking about it, my hands start getting like pins and needles yeah and yeah it's like you can't switch it off it's like it was it was literally like a flick a switch flicked in me when I had that attunement and it's yeah as soon as we start discussing it my hands get really warm and you know I can feel the blood flowing through them faster super tingly like you know pins and needles yes well that's the energy that's the energy Verity that's the energy coming through in fact when I talk about it my hands feel like they're pumping Mm. when they're not you know you've looked at them they're not pumping but they feel to me like they are mm. and that's the energy kind of coming through wow yeah it, it's good. it is it is so bizarre isn't it really when you think about it but we are energy i mean i mean this is slightly off topic but they say that when you pass your body's like lighter than it was before and it's yeah. the energy that's left your body yeah yeah, yeah. And, and obviously we know that the the Earth's a magnetic field, and as we know, we're all all about energy. We're all made up of energy forces. So why on Earth wouldn't this be something? Absolutely, quantum scientists say that everything is energy, and so that your microphone that you've got there is actually just energy, and it's vibrating at a different frequency, and therefore it appears to be solid, but yeah. the reality is it's not. Now that's that's getting way beyond my mind. Yeah, mind blown. Yeah, absolutely. But so they say everything is energy, you know, nothing is solid really. And we're just, we're just energy. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. So it's about transferring energy to help and support and aid that recipient of the Reiki. 
Fantastic. Very simple. You know, yeah. if, if if one tries to analyse it too much, it can get a bit like, as you said, mind blown. But so I try and keep things simple and mm-hmm. try and keep it normal. You know, there's there is there are some people who 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 might be in this kind of field of work who they think they're the chosen ones. I've been chosen to do this. I'm special. Well, we're all special, aren't we, in our own in our, of course in our own we are. Everybody of course we blooming are. Yeah. Of course we are. <laughs> Very special. But that's not the case. That's not the case because everybody and anybody will have the ability to do Reiki, as I say, if they if they choose to harness it and bring it into their lives. And I, you know, it's the kind of thing I think should be taught at school, you know. Yeah. And everybody should be more, taught it so they can just do it. Yeah, I think there's a lot more open-mindedness with school about mindful behaviours, all that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And, absolutely. And Reiki, yes, it is important. But the totally. understanding of our energies and the energy, yeah. we not only, you know, the use of Reiki, but the energy we put out there to other people. And Yeah, you know. absolutely. And that's about positivity and different, you know, mindset yeah. and so yeah. on and so forth. And so so I, I try and kind of normalise it. So let, let, let's say, for example, um, when one of your children fall over, well, one assumes they occasionally might fall over. Oh, yeah. Know. We had a, we had a scooter not. accident yesterday. We had a scooter accident, absolutely. Yeah. So so as a parent, what, what's your, what are you drawn to do? Well, I try not to be – I try not to be – I don't channel my mum so much, whereas she was like, if there's no blood, I'm not interested. Um, okay. <laughs> right, okay. So I kind of hit a middle ground, but I might I might, nah. I might report your mum to social services. <laughs> cruelty <laughs> one as a parent one tends to sort of rub it better or kiss it better or hold oh, yeah, it or, sure. or give some love that kind of thing and therefore yeah. you know therefore we're drawn to be tactile and and want to want to do hands-on healing as such yeah. which is basically what reiki's what the premise of reiki is all about really so therefore it's a normal thing to want to do and it's not something where you've got to be wacky to do it because there are some people that think that this kind of of um uh, healing work is for wacky people well you know i try and keep it normal and keep it simple because i feel that everybody should harness this in their lives really because it's yeah. about helping that wanting to help normalizing it normalizing than, exactly yeah. so i try and when i do my talks i try and dispel some of those kind of myths that that it is normal that it's simple to learn easy to do and that um, we all have the ability to do so and, and to kind of learn it. I mean, it's, it's, it, everything's a lifelong learning, I guess, isn't it? You, know, you, mm. you, you can carry on practising and, and, and doing anything um, uh, and, and keep building on your skill set. But to actually be able to do Reiki is pretty simple and straightforward. Once yeah. you've had that attunement, you've got the ability to go off and do it. That's fantastic. Yeah. What benefits have you seen firsthand with the use of Reiki? I know you mentioned your Springer Spaniel, but what the... Well, here was my trigger to get started, but um, a real, a real success that's, that, that pleases me from a, from a, from a dog point of view Mm. is a friend's dog named Pepper. And Pepper uh, is a Russell Parson Terrier. And when he, when, when he, when she was born, she had a pretty serious heart problem and was pretty 
pretty ill and spent a lot of time at the vets, cost cost them thousands. They, they never told me the cost, but thousands. Yeah. So they asked me to give to give Pepper some Reiki. And um the owner was there and, and her heart, I mean as as we as we all know, dogs' hearts beat faster than ours. But this heartbeat was just so it was like it's going to explode. Oh, Honestly, it was just horrible. So I gave I gave Pepper some Reiki and I could feel her heart slowing down and calming down. So I said, Cheryl, put your hands, put your hands on Pepper, feel this. And she went, Oh my goodness. Wow. So it just it just calmed the heart down. Anyway, long story short, Pepper's still with us. She's about 10 years old now. Oh. And um I regularly go for a walk with uh, with her dad. Um uh he's a friend of mine, and we go off across the fields and there's Pepper running around and Grace. That's that that has given me great personal personal success um with with a you know with, with a friend's dog right. from a human point of view i gave reiki to my mum she passed away in march this year actually but i gave i gave reiki to my mum when she'd had her knee replacement operation right. and of course it all swollen up and so on so she had to do her exercises but she went back to see the consultant and the consultant said oh my goodness i can't believe how quickly your wound has healed up and how well you're doing with your walking yeah and she said well i've been following your instructions um, mr consultant but also my son does reiki and he's been coming around and giving me reiki on my knee wow. so, I thought, so that from a personal perspective that's that's given me great yeah. pleasure to to see that's um, the way i can help her well the way i I've, helped her yeah i've heard lots of stories similar to that of pre-op uh, going back to the doctors after an operation, speaking to you, the consultant, and then them being mesmerized by the yeah. miraculous healing that's, yeah, exactly. that's taking place, and then them being like, oh, it's Reiki. <laughs> it's Reiki, and they go, oh, yeah, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. But luckily, there are more, I think, as you've said earlier, there are, there's more openness mm. in both the medical world and in the veterinary world to what I call complementary therapies. Uh, therapies. Yeah. I don't call Reiki alternative because in my view, alternative means instead of, whereas complementary means supporting. So I, I regard, you know, I would never say to somebody, stop, don't you don't need the, those heart pills anymore, Verity, because you've got some Reiki, that would be a silly talk. So I never talk like that. And I never try and diagnose either, never. And I would always refer anyone to see a vet if you know if they haven't had a diagnosis hey you must go and see the vet don't ask me to diagnose i'm not qualified you must go and see a vet but then but then the work uh, that the reiki work can can work alongside and support and complement any veterinary or medical treatment that's been given that's the beauty of it and like you were saying that even for the skeptic if they're I mean, what's the worst it's going to do is it's not going to do anything and everything's going to remain the same. So if anybody's, you know, sceptical, just give it a go, right? Well, that's exactly what I would say. I'd say yeah. give it a go. I mean, because people say, well, what's the, where's the evidence in this then? Well, there has been some um, uh, clinical trials. There are some, there is evidence about the Reiki kind of helping. There's been, it's, it's mainly on people and not on animals, to be honest. But I, and I carry some of this evidence on my website for those who are, who are wanting to look at that kind of, um, you know, from the scientific background point of view. But there has to be more to life than just popping pills, isn't there? Got to be. Oh, you I know, hope so. 
Well, yeah, I hope so. Very bleak, isn't it? <laughs> Being bleak otherwise. Yeah, and more and more people are getting more open to it. And so when you've got um, like hospitals will let people to uh, go into, uh, well, into hospices or end-of-life care, they'll let people go in to do um, stuff like Reiki and other, other similar mo- modalities that help people, um, hospices particularly, um and um and and vets are you know more and more vets are becoming open to um complementary therapies such as acupuncture or hydrotherapy and so yeah i agree yeah not just prescribing uh prescribing a pill but like i say i'd never i would never say to somebody you don't need to carry on with that medication because you're having reiki that's not my decision that's going to be between them and and their doctor or them and their vet really but i i had i had another springer named monty and he had arthritis in the base of his spine, right just where his tail bobbed out. And so he would he would come up to me. I mean, I'd been diagnosed by a vet, as I say, I'm, I didn't diagnose it. But he would come up to me, say, half a dozen times a day, turn his bum towards me. Oh, so I could put my hands on yeah. his bum. And then he'd trot off when he'd had enough. Well, it's a oh, bit like, um, I do a bit of dog massage, Um I'm not a, mass, a canine massage therapist, but, you know, uh, I know quite a lot of the tips and tricks. And again, I just do them on my own dogs. Yeah. And my dogs will, again, they'll show me sort of where they want massaging. You know, they know. So Absolutely. They can feel the energy. They they know where. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what you'll find, actually, Verity, is that your Reiki will kick in at the same time. So it's, it's not a case of necessarily saying, hey, I'm doing Reiki. Therefore, I don't need to do canine massage or T-touch, for example. Mm. Um, they'll complement each other. Nice. So whilst you're using um, massage techniques, then if you activate your Reiki, think about your Reiki, then the Reiki should start as well. And you'll be doing both at the double same time. Double whammy. God. Yeah, double whammy. Absolutely. Wow, I should be charging yeah. for this stuff. That sounds amazing. Well, I do. <laughs> I do, and, and, and groomers are starting to do so as well. A lot of the groomers yeah. that I've that I've trained uh, are now doing this as a as a um, add on. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, it's great. It's a great side hustle, or you know, you've made it a permanence. I mean, permanent hustle. Yeah, permanent hustle. <laughs> do you have any tips for people at home how they can? use you know once they've done their attunement how you know quick tips that people can just do at home the great thing is if well if someone's been attuned the great thing is they've got access to it whenever they want to because with with something like reiki then um it has to be the animal's choice it has to be their prerogative whether they want that healing so you can't force it upon them. So all so with a, with a human, you will give them Reiki. With an animal, you will offer them Reiki. If you can see the subtle difference there. Sure. So if you were to go along, I mean, I you know, I've I've been to see um, pain clients, dog dog, you know, dog clients, and and I'll explain this to the owner that if the dog doesn't want it. I'm not going to chase them around the room to give them Reiki. Yeah. You know, come back here. It has to be their choice whether they whether they want that Reiki or not. Um, but if you if you can do it yourself, if you've learned how to do it yourself, then you've if the dog doesn't want it on that occasion, they may well do the next time. Mm. So I think somebody who's got it, got it in the household, then that's great because you you can give Reiki to multiple dogs. So if they're, you know, if they're all around you and they're sat on your lap or on the sofa, if, you know, if the oh, dog's not allowed to do yeah. that, you could actually give them 
give them all some Reiki because that that energy will radiate out from you. And the same way you've said that the dogs, you know, your dogs when you give them the massage will can sense that energy and feel that energy. Mm-hmm. It's radiating out from you. And once you like it or not, <laughs> yeah, a bit like the massage. Once they kind of know and feel comfortable about what you're doing, they'll come to you. So probably a bit like when you go into the client's house, they're probably thinking, what's this? They're sussing you out and, you know, you've got time just allowing them to approach you and, you know, and and move freely in and out of the room. But again, it's a bit like training them to feel comfortable enough to relax to allow you to do it as well. Absolutely. I'll, I'll give you an example if I may. This was a staffy I went to see that was like a manic, manic dog. And it was running around the room, running across the top of the sofa and around the room, back on top of the sofa, around the room. And I just sat in a chair and just kind of ignored, ignored the dog. It took about 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes. And one of the circuits around the room, it just came and jumped and lay down on my lap. So that was this dog giving, giving me. So I, I reckon it was just sussing me out, really, as you said. And it just gave it and then gave me the permission I needed to start yeah. doing him Reiki. Mm. Um, and it was for noise aversion. He was, he, this dog was, although it's a stuffy, you know, bold kind of dogs, he was scared of everything, really. And on the day that I was doing this, uh, this session, the dustbin cart was coming up the road. And the, the, the owner said, oh, no, the dustbin man's coming. And uh, he hates that. But he didn't move. He didn't flinch. He just lay on my lap and they came, the truck came up. They came to get the bin from the, you know, the wheelie bin from the from this particular yeah. house, put it back again. Dog didn't flinch. Yeah. So that's, you know, these are like, these are real positive signs that it's working. Really? Definitely. Working. Yeah, yeah. Tell me yeah, more yeah. about your courses and why they could appeal to anyone, I suppose, currently working with dogs or on their own dogs or or even as the side hustle. As a side hustle, yeah. well, I've got I've got I've got two courses that are relevant to the dog world. Um, they both revolve around Reiki level one qualification, which mm. which you have. But with my training, it didn't talk about dogs. So what what I've done, I've taken the the core curriculum of Reiki level one training, which is that you need to know how to give Reiki to a person and also give Reiki to yourself, and then I've added on um, extra modules. Um, one about dogs and one about dog grooming. So, so the one course is Reiki level one, including Reiki for dogs. And then the other course is Reiki level one, including Reiki for dog groomers. Oh, that one evolved because I started offering courses for dog owners. And I found that a fair number of the people on each course that I was offering, they, these, were, these were live courses, that there'd be, say, say there were six people, two of them, if not three, would be groomers. So it kind of made sense that there was an interest from groomers because a lot of groomers, just like yourself, are dog owners as well. But also they're working in that dog world. And so I've, you know, it seemed it seemed sensible to um, go down the dog grooming world, uh, mm-hmm. which I now find myself in, even though I'm not a groomer. Um, because, it's you know, there's, there's obviously an interest there. So two courses. So Reiki level one, including Reiki for dogs. Uh, uh, or Reiki level one, including Reiki for dog groomers, depending on what your interest in, you know, what your interest is. So, for example, if you're a dog owner or you're a dog trainer or a dog behaviorist, I, I tend to feel that there's a link between our emotional side and our physical side. And so if you've got uh, stress or anxiety or panic issues, whether you be a dog or a human, then 
that can manifest itself in physical problems, physical ailments. So if you can keep stress at bay, you can then help to keep physical ailments ailments at bay. Yeah. Dog owners can build a better bond with a dog. So if you're a dog trainer, maybe some of the issues or a dog behaviorist, some of the issues of that dog could be because they're in pain or they've got stress-related issues. So this is another useful tool in the toolbox. And also just bringing more awareness to it as well, like hopefully talking about it today, making more people aware who might not have really considered it as a complementary therapy or yeah. something that would work really well with the work they're doing currently as a behaviorist or a trainer or a groomer or whatever, or living with a dog that's got, you know, some issues. They've got issues, yeah. So yeah. It, it really suits anybody and everybody who who not only wants to help the dogs, whether they work with them or whether they own them, but also to help themselves. So if they've yeah. got their own, if they've got stress and and aches and pains, you know, we know we know grooming, for example, is a very physical, physical work. Yeah, and that's so, my right shoulder. Well, there you go. Exactly. You, you give yourself some Reiki on your shoulder. Okay, yeah. So, you know, if you've had a, a bad day at the office, stroke salon, or a bad day out training dogs, then you can literally give yourself some Reiki to help mm. de-stress yourself and get you and help with your own aches and pains. So it ticks all these boxes, yeah. frankly. All these Gorgeous. boxes. Rob, you set up a voucher code for anybody who's wanting to give it a dabble haven't you i have give it a dabble yeah the 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 voucher code is verity 20 all in capitals i think it, it works in lowercase or capitals i oh, think great. but verity 20 and what that will give is a 20 percent uh discount off um either of those courses which is reiki level one including reiki for dogs or reiki level one including reiki for dog groomers the code will work on either and it just depends on what your interests. Uh, and you don't have to just be in England. This all this these courses are are they accessible to anyone? Absolutely. I have um, students from all over. I have dog groomers and dog owners from all over, whether it be the wow. US, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, wherever, Hong you Kong, name it. wherever you name it. And yeah. and I've I've got students all around the world, really. So. Well, thank you personally from myself and I'm sure anyone listening you know might be really interested in that what would you say to any naysayers who dismiss Reiki I know my husband was a bit like this until I started you know practicing on his sore lower back and things like that I, I know in the beginning he was a bit hmm, skeptical well actually you've answered the question oh if yeah it, so it's doing it I, yeah do it what I would say is so if somebody said to me uh well what's all this you know it must be like an old, old nonsense energy woo woo stuff yeah yeah you must be <laughs> nonsense to do it i said well have you ever received reiki and i go nah i said well do you want would you like to kind of put my hands on your shoulders and they go oh go on then well if, well if, if they say no you can't well then that's the end of i'm not yeah. going to try and Probably, yeah, you know i'm not going to try and waste my energy point. trying to convince somebody who's who's really going to poop are it but if they say I go on then, and then what I love is when they go, "Oh yeah, actually, I can really feel that. Oh, that really feels pretty good. Wow, that feels warm. Actually, that feels hot because the energy builds up." You know, I was I was doing a show once, and um, and the vet said, "Oh, my husband's coming in about three o'clock. He's a hairdresser, and his shoulders are knackered from leaning over the, sure. the, the clients cutting their hair. Be like grooming, similar kind of thing, I guess." 
So he comes in at three o'clock and she said, sit down here. This chap's going to put his hands on your shoulders. And he went, what? And, and so he went, oh, blimey neck. And he, and he stood up from the chair and he was moving his shoulders back all freely and said, I can't believe that. I can't, I've not been able to do that for such a long time. Mm. So, so naysayers, I'd say, give it a go. Yeah. I get quite a few people who've, who've done training and they've said, um, they've kind of implied that their husband has said, oh, off you go, off you go, dear, and do your thing and do your thing. But then when I get feedback from them, they say, what's really interesting is that my husband now says, oh, will you put your hands on me? I can't go to sleep or I've got a headache. Can you put your hands on my head, please? So these are the naysayers who actually have been converted yeah. by seeing, well, having the first proof. Hand. Really. Yeah, first absolutely. hand, yeah, first hand, first hand yeah. you know. With the hands. With their hands. <laughs> it's all about the hands. You know? <laughs> so, so there you go. Life. My last question to you is, how do you stay positive and driven? Well, I I believe in mindset and a positive mindset. And my my philosophy is that I believe that, uh, you know, a, a, a glass is half full and not half empty. Mm. So if I have setbacks, and we all have setbacks, you know, and I'm only human, I might well be uh, Reiki master teacher but I'm still a human being and so you know life throws its stuff at us but I just take the view that we have to be positive I, I am positive by nature and I've got a positive mindset so even when things appear to be a setback I just say to myself nah it's okay so if, if you were to say to me how are you Rob I usually say I'm brilliant I'm brilliant yeah thanks how are you yeah but I'm, but I mean it. Yeah. Even if I feel crap. Yeah. <laughs> really. So it's throwing out that positive vibe, really. Yeah, I can tell when I've met you a few times. You're a super positive person, and that's lovely. It like, like radiates off you, and yeah, I think that sort of attitude's infectious. And you know, if you convince yourself or tell yourself enough times, oh yeah, no, today's great. Uh, you might actually be great. Absolutely. I think if you're going to say, you know, if, if you're going to say um, something like, I feel terrible today, <laughs> it's going to be, or it's going to be a terrible day today, guess what? It'll be terrible. Yeah. If you say, today's going to be a great day, I'll have a good day today, then you'll have a good day. Because yeah. it's, just, it's just the energy you're putting out there. Yeah. So that you, you, you have a choice. You know, we all have a choice. Put out a positive energy or a negative energy. And that's so important, especially when we're working with dogs, whatever you might be doing, you know, just yeah. being around the dogs in your home or, you know, if you're working with dogs, they they really do pick up on our energy and our aura. Totally. Uh, my, you know, small facial cues, they know how to read us like a book. So Absolutely. Take okay. it until you feel it, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, these, as, as you all well know, that... If your if if your clients and in fact I, I say to lots to lots of um, lots of groomers and lots of people who work with dogs whether they be groomers or or trainers etc is that if you've got a difficult dog or a stressy dog or an anxious dog have a look at the owner what are they like mm. and I go oh yeah exactly they're stressy they're anxious they're you know oh my dog doesn't like being groomed oh dear well get rid of the owner. And then give that dog some Reiki to set the scene. Or if you're a trainer, give the dog some Reiki to set the scene whilst you're, whilst you're getting, you know, doing your welcome, your, your meet and greet with the dog. Yeah. 
yeah to set the scene because this is how it's going to be when you come to me you're going to have some reiki yeah thank you very much it's and then those kind of triggers when a dog comes back next time to see you with a better luck they're going to be coming back thinking yeah i quite like going to see this person because it's a nice experience yeah what a fabulous USP as well, like unique selling point for your business, whatever it might be. Absolutely. That you would, you know, that you would maybe advertise that this is, you know, and just spend five minutes on every dog when they come in. I think that's yeah, that's really niche and pretty amazing. That's, I mean, that's what I would do. If, it would catch would, my eye as a customer for yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. If I were a groomer or a trainer or a behaviorist, this is what I would do. The first thing I would do would be get rid of the owner if that's if that's what you're doing you know i know sometimes when you're training a dog you might have the owner with you I, and, and actually training is more about training the owner rather than training the dog actually to, to be fair isn't it yeah you know, you've, you've got to train the owner to to look after the dog properly but certainly from a grooming point of view you want to get rid of the owner i, I, I would i would do anyway and i'd give every dog some reiki to start off and just hello you know give you some reiki now now get in the bath <laughs> <laughs> you're all killed let's get on and let's get on with the process of grooming you yeah fabulous that's absolutely brilliant rob yeah that's what i do thanks so much for taking the time to talk to me today no it's been great i've enjoyed it i've enjoyed it have have i mentioned my website yeah i'm gonna i've got it here robbelliebreaky.com you got it yeah you got it so So, we found on facebook as well and he's known as Rob Fellows Reiki on Facebook as well. And don't forget to check out his website. As I say, it's robfellowsreiki.com and take advantage of that fantastic offer exclusively to Pod on the Dog listeners and use the code Verity20 for 20% off both Reiki 1 certification and Reiki for Dogs. So it's Reiki for Dogs and the Reiki 1 and Reiki for Groomers. So that's absolutely amazing. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to Pod on the Dog. And if you would like to write a review as well, that would be absolutely amazing because it really helps other people find this podcast. Now, this podcast has been sponsored by Butternut Box, a fresh take on dog food. And for 50% off your first two boxes, make sure you visit butternutbox.com forward slash Verity Hardcastle. That's a bye from me and Rob. Bye. Bye. Bye bye.